What it do, baby? It's your boy Tariq Win, man. Y'all are tuning in to another episode of NJP, Navigating Journalism Podcast. And hey, this episode is called Where's the Money? And that's exactly what we're going to talk about, man, on this episode of NJP. We're going to get into the nitty and the gritty. Now, I want to go ahead and let y'all know this is not a rerun. Yes, I'm wearing the same shirt as last time. Filming all these episodes in one day. That way I can, because um, I got time to go ahead and film this content. So I'm going to use this time uh, to the best of my advantage. I just forgot to bring a change of clothes. So, yes, I'm wearing the same shirt. No, it's not. Don't be trying to say that Tyreek hasn't washed in days. That's not true. I'm just filming all this stuff in one day. And this is just how we're going to do it, you know. So, man, look, this is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the money. I think a, a, couple, a couple of days ago, I actually did an interview I was on somebody else's podcast, and they were interviewing me about my career and being in journalism and all that stuff. And one thing that they asked me, they said, Tyreek, what do you think is one of the, like, what do you think are some of the big issues that journalists are facing, right? And I told them a couple of things. I said layoffs or, you know, layoffs, uh, that's a big thing. But then I also said pay, the money. I said journalism pay in some areas, is not where it should be, right? And I want to talk, and I really, really want to talk about this because I think this is a, I think this is an issue a lot of us are very passionate about, and a lot of us have various opinions about the money, and I definitely want to get into this hard and heavy too, and I want y'all to be talking in the comments about this too because I want to know y'all's opinion, and I want to know um, various things, and of course, I'll tell you guys about, um, you know, I'll ask a couple of questions, pose a couple of questions to the audience, and I want y'all to respond in the comments, man, because, you know, this is a, this is an interactive podcast, and I want to hear from you guys and what you think, and then I'll try to respond to some of those comments as well, but we're talking about money, right? So when it comes to the, when it comes to the pay in journalism, I will say one thing that I did not realize while I was in school, I don't remember anybody telling me that the pay wasn't exactly like that I wasn't going to be satisfied with the pay or the pay wasn't as good as we thought it was going to be because when I was in school right you know we were I think senior year came right and when senior year came of course I'm putting out my reel putting out all this stuff sending out applic uh doing filling out applications sending out my resume uh, putting my reel on YouTube, LinkedIn, all this good stuff, right? To get news directors to respond, general managers, all that stuff, hiring managers, everybody who's making the decisions at these news and television stations. Because I was trying to, like, even though I did have Win Productions LLC, I didn't have the studio or none of this stuff. Obviously, this stuff was a goal. But people were trying to figure out exactly why I was, like, applying for a job and stuff. Because I still had a passion, I still had a strong passion for news even though I had my own business and I still wanted to do news, right? So I went ahead and applied for a couple of positions, right? And I applied for some positions and when it came time, I did get accepted for, I did get accepted for a whole lot of positions and I actually had almost uh, around a hundred and something offers from various stations across the country. And I, I just thank God for that, that that many people actually were interested in me. It was, it was crazy, man. So I was definitely thankful and grateful for that. But I'll tell you this, when I did, like a couple of the positions that I did apply for, that I did get accepted to, I talked to some people and they sent me the money. And I was like, am I going to be making, I hope this is going to be my monthly pay. 
because if this is my yearly pay, this ain't gonna work. This is not really like the number, the math ain't math, okay? <laughs> and, and I'm being real because, like I'll tell you, like some of the offers that I got were between like between like 25000 to like 32000 so like somewhere up between that area. And then I did get one good offer that was, that one was actually 50 Gs, that was uh, $50,000. And that was for me to be a news anchor and also the assistant news director as well. Uh, that was the highest offer that I got. Um, so I did, so I did get those, uh, I did get a whole, um, I got one, like that was the biggest one, which is still not that much money. I mean, it's money, but it's not a whole bunch of money. It's not enough money for my lifestyle. Let me just say that. Cause that may be a lot of money to some people, or that may not be enough money to a lot of people, but it wasn't enough for my lifestyle. I'm gonna just say that. And we're talking between 20,000 and 30,000 for like, well, were some of the things that I got offered that definitely wasn't enough to upkeep my lifestyle and where I was at and stuff and where I was at within life. And one thing my dad did before I started, before I started my journey, one thing my dad did was, and this is why I love dad so much. <laughs> so dad actually sat me down and him and I had a very hefty father and son talk. And when we had this father and son talk, we were, he was sitting me down telling me, okay, son, if you decide to take a job at a television station and you decide to move away from Atlanta, these are going to be some of your expenses based on, based on you and who you are. <laughs> Cause he was like, I know my son. So he was like, these are going to be your expenses. This is what you got to pay for. And then in each and every city, you also need to look at the cost of living and then factor that in and figure out exactly what you need to do. And so some of the things he sat me down with, he was like, he sat me down. We talked about, first we went through like bills. He was like, these are the standard bills that you're going to have. He was like, the, these bills might range between these prices and stuff like that. So he sat me down with that. He was like, this is how much it's going to cost if you decide to get a new car when you move away. This is what, you know, this is how much you're going to be paying. Uh, these are some of the car brands that you like that you're interested in. He was like, if you also decide to, um, he was like with rent, he was like, uh, if you're moving to a major city, know that the rent is going to start at this number. Right. Uh, so we, you know, we went through all of those things and basically that really helped me because that it was a, it was a design and like a, <clears throat> it was like a, um, it was like, I mean, not a design, but it just gave me a clear picture on how much money I was going to be spending on a monthly basis. Right. So I know how much I'm going to be spending on a monthly basis. And then once I get that offer from that station, I know that this is how much they're going to be paying me a year. This is what this is divided into this, you know, divided by 12, 12, um, you know, 12 months in a year and stuff like that. So, and that's how we had it. And when I was, when we went through that, like I said, it really helped me and I got these offers and I actually did the math, like each and every single offer that I got, I did the math based on this thing that dad and I sat down and created for my expenses, my expense sheet. And I did it. And like I said earlier, the math wasn't mathing, yo. It was, it was crazy. Like if I actually, and I'm going to tell you this guys, and I'm being so real and I hope I don't, I don't I don't want to say it because I don't want to discourage 
other up and coming journalists that will do this or want to do this, but I'm just saying this for me. So don't let this discourage you because you may be in a different scenario, different situation than I was, right? But I looked at these offers, I did the math, and I realized that if I moved away out of, like, out of state or like to another city within Georgia, and I took those offers, and these are going to be my expenses, I was going to be broke, I was going to be in debt, and I was going to have to do something I didn't want to do, and that was call home and ask my parents for money. Those are, those are three things I would I never want to do in my lifetime. One thing, I never want to be broke, never want to be way in debt, and I never want to have to and I never want to have to call home and ask my parents for money. After all they've done for me in my life, they've been providing for me for, well, I say 18 years, but 23 years because <laughs> uh, my parents are awesome. But they've been providing for me for this long, and then I'm going to turn around and ask them for money? What? No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Me personally, I just wouldn't feel, I just wouldn't feel good about doing that to them, right? Uh, especially, like, all that they've done for me, right? So, that's how that that's how I felt about that because it were it was certain cities that had good positions like I mean people wanted to put me at the anchor desk right out of college man and I mean I was all for that it was just the the money just wasn't there where it needed to be it, it was actually a couple of different it was like the money was the main thing right and then also like some of the cities like I wasn't familiar with some of these cities and I'm like I don't know if I can move to a city I don't really know like that and I don't know nobody out there unfamiliar territory I didn't know if I was going to be comfortable with that I was kind of scared honestly like I was very fearful about moving to a city I didn't know anything about I was very uncomfortable very fearful and you know and I'm just I'm being I'm being transparent with you guys I I always like to say, you know, you can't be scared and stuff. But, I mean, that was just something I was scared of. I was very fearful about moving away uh, to a place I didn't know at all. Like, it was a place out in California I got an offer at, never even heard of this city. And I was like, I'm, I'm scared. I don't want, like, I'm scared. I cannot move out there. And, like, I just didn't, I didn't take, but the money really wasn't there either. But. Uh, but yeah, back to, back to the money part, man. So, and I'm just trying to figure out within this, as far as like journalists that are coming out of co like college student, college graduates that are coming into the industry and stuff, where is the money for us? Because it's like, like, where is it? <laughs> like, I just want to know, please comment in the comment section. What I want to know is I want to know for y'all, some of the vets out there who actually had to go through this, and some of the vets out there, and I've talked to a couple of mentors, there were some mentors who were making $18,000, $18,000, I'm talking less than 20 G's, yo, a year in their first job, so what I want to know is, and I would love, actually, I have to bring on a guest, um, too, to talk about this, but what I want to know in the comments, if you, like, if it was your first position and you weren't really making enough money, like the money that you thought that you should be making and stuff, please explain to me how you navigated that. Cause this is navigating journalism podcast. talking about navigating this industry. I want to know how did you go about budgeting, managing your money, making ends meet? Like, were you living from check to check? Did you have to call home and ask for money? 
Um, did you have to, I mean, I hate to say it, well, did you have to live in the hood? Like, because the cost of living wasn't that expensive in whatever city you were, I mean, because the cost of living was expensive in whatever city you were in. Like, I want to know what you guys did because this is a challenge that a lot of, um, that a lot of like people who are getting their first job or maybe even their second or third job have to go through. And I'm going to be honest, like for me, like I was just kind of clueless. Like I didn't know what to do. And which is why I, since I didn't know what to do, which is why I didn't take any positions at a regular typical um, television station as a reporter or anchor or MMJ or whatever, because I, because I was fearful and I was, yeah, I was very fearful about going in debt, very fearful about being broke. Uh, I've never been broke. I've never been in debt like that. And that would, that would have been unfamiliar territory for me. And I didn't really know. I wouldn't know how to handle that. So I just, I couldn't do it. So I did have to kind of give up that passion to a certain extent, which <clears throat> I'll explain in a, uh, in a few or whatever. But, but yeah, man, I'd really just want to know, like, what are we going to do about this? Uh, what are we going to do about this money situation? Like, what can we do as journalists to kind of stand up and figure out how we can get journalism pay increased? increased pay for journalists, right? I 100% think pay should be increased for journalists. Um, I believe that um, through in and throughout. And the only thing is just figuring out exactly how to go about getting pay increased for journalists. Because I want this podcast, of course, I want this podcast to be, you know, some uh, informative to inform you guys about navigating the journalism industry. But I also want this podcast to make a difference. I want some changes to be made within the industry. And this is one of the big changes that I would like to see take place is journalism pay increase for, I mean, any job, whether it's your first job, your fifth job, whatever the case may be, I want to see journalism pay increase for people because you're working the, as a journalist, even as a, like, okay, MMJ, yo, a lot of the, a lot of stations have got rid of their photographers, you know, photographers, videographers and stuff. So if you sign onto a station and you're an MMJ, you're filming, you're editing, you're going on air, you're doing the interviews, you're writing the script, you're doing the voiceovers, you're doing everything by yourself, right? You're not, you're only getting one paycheck. You're not getting several paychecks. So that's all. That's why I'm kind of like the more work I'm doing, I feel like the more I should be getting paid. Like if I have to, if I have to film the story and also go on air, that's two people's jobs. I should be getting two people's paychecks. This is, I mean, that's just my opinion. I mean, that's what I think. Let me know what you guys think. Like, and I mean, that's, and don't get me wrong. There is absolutely nothing wrong with being an MMJ because I mean, uh, you know, I've been, I was an MMJ in school and stuff and, you know, in college and stuff. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just like, if I'm doing all this work, my paycheck needs to reflect that. And that's just on Barry. And I mean, that's what I believe. And that's just how I feel. Uh, because that's like, that's not, I mean, they're making it a one person job, but that's not a one person job. That's a multiple people job. I need to be making multiple people, multiple people paychecks, right? If I'm doing, if I'm doing all of this work, uh, to turn, to turn the story around and excuse me, that's just what I, that's just what I think about that. Uh, but you know, it's just this thing with, the pay, I feel like a lot of people have, I feel like I'm not, I definitely know I'm not the only one 
who has just struggled to figure out this pay thing and how it works and stuff. And I want to know, like for the news, okay, the news directors too, because I'm, you know, I've been talking to the journalists and stuff, but I want to know for the news directors, for you guys, right? Why, uh, please somebody, a news director, general manager, hire manager, whatever the case may be, uh, please comment in the comment section. Can you guys explain why the journalist, like why pay isn't where necessarily where it should be or where we want it to be? I would definitely like to know, and I would actually love to bring on um, somebody on a higher up level on the podcast to talk about pay and just figure out like, you know, what's going on with it and why it is what it is and stuff like that, uh, just to figure it out. Because especially like nowadays with inflation, cost of living is going up, like like pay needs to be up too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it just it just makes sense, right? And so I just think that this is definitely a serious conversation that needs to be had and it needs to be had very soon because there should be no reason in my opinion, any journalist should be making less than 50 G's. I mean, that's just what I think. I mean that, okay. Okay. That number may be a lot high, but that's my opinion. I, I mean, you know, comment your opinion. What do you think? What should be a, yeah, that's what I want to know for everybody out there. What should be the starting salary for any journalist, no matter what city, what state, what station, company, whatever. I just want to know a base minimum salary. What do you think a journalist, what should be the least amount a journalist should make? Go ahead, put that in the comments. Let me know right now. I want to hear your opinions. Uh, because like I said, this is a conversation. This needs to be talked about. This is a conversation that needs to be had. What can we do to get this pay increase, man? Uh, which is actually why, because I will say for me within my journey, that's why I wasn't looking in smaller markets because it, it does have to, and I know pay does have a lot to do with market size, right? Like I was, for me, I was only looking at major cities like here in Atlanta and stuff like that. And they were talking about, oh, we don't hire people right out of college and stuff. And I mean, me personally, I thought I had the talent. And I mean, I'm a news anchor. I'm a national news. Well, I, yeah, I'm a national news anchor and I'm a anchor here in Atlanta. So I was actually, I was actually able to end up living out my passion, living out my dream because I had a lot of people telling me that I wasn't, um, that I wasn't good enough to be a journalist here in Atlanta in a major city in a top 10 market. And I defied those odds and what I did. And I love this quote so much. I use it day in, day out. When somebody tells you, you can't do something, use that as motivation to prove them wrong. And that's what I live by. And that's exactly how I went about doing that because I use that motivation. People was telling me I couldn't be an anchor in Atlanta. I use that as motivation to prove them wrong. Next thing you know, I'm a national news anchor right here in my home state. So right here in my home city, home state. And I mean, that's exact. That's exactly what I did. A lot of people may not agree with that. I mean, hey, that's your opinion. <clears throat> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. God bless me. And hey, I, here I am. And I love being an anchor at iHeartRadio. It's awesome. It's amazing. And I get to do what I love. And I enjoy it so much. I enjoy being at iHeart. One of the reason, one of the reasons I really like iHeart is because not only do I get to, um, not only do I get to be an anchor there, but I also get a chance to 
have that position because I'm part-time there, which I, I'm actually, I, I love being part-time, right? I'm part-time there, which actually allows me to be able to be, still be a full-time business owner, full-time entrepreneur. And I love that because, you know, taking a, I will say that was, that, that would have been tough to like taking, if I would have took a, a full-time position out of state, I don't think Win Productions, I wouldn't have my studio right now. I'm always 100% sure I wouldn't have a studio right now if I did that because I wouldn't be able to put, um, you know, put all this sweat into this company, Win Productions LLC. And so I already knew that um, this this is the place I needed to be. Even though I had a passion for news, um, I mean, God opened a door right here in Atlanta for me to be able to stay here in my home city, my home state and to also be able to run my business simultaneously. And iHeart has, and another thing about iHeart, iHeart doesn't have any issues with me doing other things like my business or doing Fatal Attraction on TV One and um, hosting TV shows on local television and stuff. Like, like, uh, man, oh, if only y'all knew, man, I love this place so much, man. I, I have a soft spot in my heart for iHeart. See what I did there, <laughs> man. But yeah, it's just, it's just amazing, um, an amazing opportunity. And I didn't even know like news anchoring at iHeartRadio even existed. Like I knew they had Black Information Network, and I'm not. Uh, I mean, I'm on Black Information Network. Like occasionally, you may hear my voice doing a story or two. But um, but there are news networks that uh, you know, a couple of different states have news networks that are streamed on iHeart platforms and stuff. And so I do the news on a couple of those networks and I didn't even know that was a thing, but I mean, it was a thing and I found that out and I was able to um, interview for that position back in October. And I got that position and I started in December of last year. And let me tell you this, the pay at iHeart is awesome. Yo, I love it. My paycheck, amazing. Thank you, Lord, that I have an amazing paycheck. Uh, yeah, shout out to iHeart. iHeart pays. So, and, and you know, that was crazy. Yo, let me tell y'all this. Back to the journalism pay. And this, I found this shocking because I didn't really, I didn't really know that much about radio. Uh, I mean, I used to have a radio show back in 2017. I did with some other teenagers. But when I found out about this position at iHeart, and they told me how much I was getting paid. I did the math on that thing. And when I did the math on that thing, I was like, yo, this is crazy. I'm, I'm going to be making more money at iHeart part-time than me being at a news station full-time, right? I was like, yo, that is crazy. I was like, it's a lot of money out here in radio. I said, I'm in, I said, I'm in radio. I said, that's where I need to be. I was like, because money, I was like, money is in radio. You didn't even realize it. I had no idea. That was crazy. Like, I didn't even think I was going to be making that much money when I was at um, being in radio. I didn't even know. And I know I was going to be making that type of money in radio. I said, forget TV. I'm on radio. <laughs> like, what? Like, radio is where it's at, yo. So, I, yeah, that, that, that's crazy, man. So I was like, I mean, if this is the case, I was like, this is a no-brainer. If I'm making more money, if I'm making more money at iHeartRadio being part-time, I'm only there anchoring three days a week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, my main days that I anchor, um, anchor midday. Uh, so if I'm anchoring these days, 
I'm part-time, making the money that I'm making. I'm making more money there being part-time than I'm making being full-time at a television news station with real long hours and all that stuff because the hours um the hours at iheart are not bad at all man um they're they're not they're not bad at all but when it comes to like tv and stuff i mean depending on what happens there could be some breaking news whatever the case may be you, you know you may have an eight hour day that eight hour day might turn into a 13 hour day i mean you never know depending on what type of news is taking place or i mean you know whatever the case may be so that's pretty much it, man. But uh, yeah, that that's what we talk about on this episode is we talk about money. That's the name of this episode. Where's the money? I want to know where it's set. Why are journalists not getting paid a fair wage? That is what I want to know. And what can we do to change this um, soon? Because this is a conversation, like I said earlier, this is a conversation that needs to be had and it needs to be had fast, right? Uh, because journalists should be making a lot more money than what they're making, especially if you're an MMJ and you're doing all of that work by yourself, long hours, tired, you should be making a whole lot of money doing that. Well, <laughs> that is it for this episode of NJP, AS Navigate Journalism Podcast. I'm your host, Tyreek Wynn. Man, appreciate y'all so much for tuning in to this amazing episode of NJP. Hey, we got guests coming to y'all very soon. I've already done tons of guest interviews, man. So got a lot of things brewing within this podcast. And also uh, for my fellow amazing NABJ family, y'all, the conference is coming up. I am so excited about the conference. Your boy will be in Birmingham. I will be in Birmingham, yo, for the NABJ conference. And I will actually be bringing along my podcast equipment uh, because I'm going to be interviewing some of y'all at uh, the NABJ conference. So um, I already, you know, got everything in mind, how I'm going to set it up and where I'm going to do it at and all that stuff. So if you're watching this right now, you're going to be at the NABJ conference. Please, please, please reach out to me if you want to be on the podcast. I already got a couple of interviews already scheduled that I'm going to do at the NABJ conference while I'm there. I'm going to be there the whole time um, from that Wednesday to that Sunday uh, in August. So very excited about NABJ. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a good time. Amazing big family reunion. Yo, I'm so excited about NABJ. NABJ is such a fantastic, fun time fun time of year, man. And I just, I always look forward to the NABJ conference. This will be my third conference, man. And honestly, ever since my first one, I don't plan on missing a conference. Uh, especially, yo, last year we was in Vegas. Yo, what? Yo, Vegas was awesome. Yo, we was turned out. We was lit, yo. Man, Vegas was fantastic. So I already know that Birmingham is going to be a, a fun as well, man. And I'm definitely looking forward to seeing all of you guys, my NABJ family, man. And I definitely want some of you guys to be on this podcast, especially if you don't live here in Atlanta. I definitely want to get those of you guys who are out of state who aren't local. I definitely like you guys will be priority since I just can't um, since I just can't go to you guys and get you guys on the podcast. So you guys will definitely be priority when it comes to booking interviews on the podcast, man. So uh, please reach out to me. Uh, send me an email at TyreekWynn at WynnProductionsLLC.com. That's T-Y-R-I-K-W-Y-N-N at WynnProductions with an S on the end, LLC.com. You can send me an email. Or you can reach out to me through Instagram at TyreekWynn.iHeartMedia. That's T-Y-R-I-K-W-Y-N-N.iHeartMedia. Reach out to me on Instagram. Send me a DM. 
uh, and I'll get back with you about getting on getting on the show, man, because I would love to interview you guys, get you guys on the show, dibble and dabble in your business, and uh, see how you navigated the journalism industry and, uh, you know, a couple of obstacles that you had to go through, and a lot of you, we want to highlight your successes, of course, and, of course, talk about how you got to where you got to, uh, how you got to where you are right now. So we want to talk about all of that stuff on NJP, uh, excuse me. Guys, make sure you go follow me on social media. You can go follow me on Instagram, like I just said, TyreekWynn.iHeartMedia. Also on Twitter, TyreekWynn underscore TV. On uh, TikTok, TyreekWynn underscore TV. Threads, because Threads is a thing, right? Uh, TyreekWynn.iHeartMedia. Go like my Facebook page, TyreekWynn iHeartRadio as well. And that's all my social media pages. Also, I'm very excited about this. I will have merch coming out soon, so because you know, hey, this thing is all about you got to definitely got to get the podcast monetized and stuff. So I'll be coming out with some NJP gear very soon. So y'all will be able to see that I'm going to have shirts, I'm going to have uh, joggers, pants, hats, bucket hats, caps, all that good stuff, man. So y'all will have a chance to um, purchase some NA, uh, not NAP. NJP merch, man. So make sure you guys definitely get your hands on that when I release that. Stay tuned for my social media for the release date for all of that. And yeah, make sure you guys support the merch and support the podcast. Go ahead and make sure you leave something for me in the comments. What'd you think about the show? What are some other things I should talk about on the show? Please let me know. I love your feedback. Uh, let me know how we can improve here at NJP. And uh, yeah, definitely let me know. Be vocal in the comments. I want to hear from you. And also, uh, respond to my questions that I asked you guys as well. And also give this podcast a like too. Make sure you go ahead and hit that like button. Uh, that helps me out. It helps out my analytics and all that stuff. So I really greatly appreciate that. Like I said, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this amazing episode of NJP. It's been your boy Tyreek. This is Navigating Journalism Podcast. Guys, it's only up from here. We'll have some amazing, more um, fantastic guests to come soon. And I can't wait for you guys to see the future episodes of NJP. Thank y'all so much for watching. See y'all next week.